and not say anything. It's the most loving thing we can do is speak the truth of God and his love into people. And we're choosing to not do that because people might say we're hateful. Well, we need to stop caring what the world is going to say about us and know that we have to do what is true to God. We need to fear God over man. But we also have to know that by saying nothing, we're harming these children more and more and more every single day. Welcome to Coffee, Culture, and the Capital with Sophia and Greg. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We hope you guys have all had a great week since we've last chatted with you. We have some fun stuff coming up today. Not too much stuff directly from the Capitol because we're not in a legislative session currently, but there's still lots of craziness going on in California. Um, We are going to be talking about pregnancy centers are under attack by cities or counties and even by our attorney general. We are seeing that our taxpayer dollars are being used for trans surgeries for inmates. So that's going to be interesting. And there is a baker in Bakersfield that is continued to be under attack because of their beliefs. So we're going to dive into all that. But before we do, we have an event coming up on Thursday, November 30th. Greg, you want to share about that? November 30th, it's our 20th anniversary gala dinner. It's in Costa Mesa, and we are selling tickets. So if you uh, go to our website, um, tickets are going fast. Um, We have a special guest, uh, Riley Gaines, a very famous college swimmer who is going around the country defending women's sports. And uh, of course, Sophia, you know all about that. Weren't you just with her in Davis? Yes. Yeah. Just last week, I was at UC Davis with Riley Gaines. If you guys have been following along on our newsletter or social media, um, Davis is actually where I was kicked out of a library. And my First Amendment right was violated because I was speaking out in defense of women in sports. And so I got to go back to Davis. I was there with Riley. She gave a phenomenal speech just about her personal testimony. And so we're so excited to have her here in Southern California. She's a strong Christian. So it's so great to hear her testimony, but her faith all behind that. And we're excited for you guys to get to hear from her and see her and also celebrate just 20 years of advancing life, family, and liberty in the state of California. So like Greg said, we're selling tickets. They're selling out fast. So make sure you get your tickets. But you can visit CaliforniaFamily.org. There will be a pop-up. It'll pop up as soon as you go on. You'll be able to get your tickets. Tell your friends to get your tickets. It's going to be a great night. And we can't wait to see you all there. And with that, pregnancy centers. They're being attacked everywhere. They're being attacked in California. Our attorney general is trying to get other attorney generals from other states to join in on the attack. Um, We're used to seeing them being attacked from the Capitol, from Sacramento, but we kind of dealt with something different um, this past week with the San Diego Board of Supervisors. They were directly attacking the pregnancy centers in the county of San Diego. There was an agenda item that the ultimate goal And Greg, maybe um, you can dive into a little more in depth about what this was doing. But overall, the ultimate goal was just to try to silence and erase pregnancy centers from San Diego. 
No, and, um, you know, this kind of thing is started up here at the Capitol. We had a legislator, um, Pilar Schiavo, uh, introduce a bill this year. And the whole point was to, hey, expose that pregnancy centers, they're fake. They're deceiving people. They're luring women into their uh, clinic uh, and they think they're getting going to get an abortion. And then they find out they're pro-life, right? Um, and she'd introduced a bill uh, to, you know, more or less raise up money, uh, to inform the public about how bad these places were. Well, that ended up dying, but now we have, uh, a county supervisor who has proposed this, um, you know, a, a line, uh, just an item to, for a hearing and it had probably three parts to it. Uh, one part said, Hey, um, county attorney, I want you to look into how we can sue these pregnancy centers and see if we can close them down for false advertising. Um, and then it was all the item also included uh, putting together a, a media campaign with billboards and social media. And the whole point of that was to expose how these um, uh, pregnancy centers, which there's 16 to 17, I've heard different numbers, just in, just in San Diego County, uh, serving women for free. Um, they've been there, you know, some of them have been there for decades. Mm -hmm. And she believes these places are bad. Um, and it's, it's really, it is the, the, the most infuriating thing is she didn't name a particular San Diego pregnancy center that she thought was being deceptive. She didn't like, here's what I mean, right? She didn't point anything out. She just made slanderous attacks against these pregnancy centers, didn't provide any evidence, didn't have even a witness who came forward and explained how she was deceived and, and manipulated. Um, and, and yet uh, the, the, uh, the media just repeated their lies, right? And so there was a hearing and it was great to see uh, you, Sophia, uh, go down there and testify among a bunch of other. There were over 60 people who signed up to stand up for the pregnancy centers. And I was I was surprised that their side had no one mm -hmm. actually come and speak in defense of this proposal. Um, although they had a press conference the day before, right? And uh, had Planned Parenthood there making the same slanderous accusations without any proof. Um, so... Maybe we should uh, watch this little video that you did. Um, I thought you did a great job. Thank you. And yeah, we'll go ahead and go right to that. This is like Greg said, this is at the meeting where they heard this item. And so here is what I had to say. You only got two minutes, so you got to put it in quick, but here it is. Hello, Board of Supervisors. My name is Sophia Laurie, and I'm the Outreach Director at California Family Council. And after reading agenda item 30, it is important to shed light on the factual discrepancies within Supervisor Lawson Remmer's assertions. First and foremost, it is crucial to recognize that 13 out of the 17 pregnancy centers in San Diego County are licensed by the California Department of Public Health, with an additional two being private sole practices of physicians. Secondly, the derogatory term crisis pregnancy center used towards these centers misrepresents the vital services provided by these esteemed centers and is unjustified. Furthermore, Supervisor Lawson Remmer's claims of misinformation, deceptive methods, and unethical, pra unethical practices remain unsubstantiated, lacking any concrete evidence to support such damaging allegations. These statements not only malign the honorable work the centers provide to women, 
babies and families in need in the County of San Diego, but also pose a significant threat to the credibility and missions of the centers. In 2019, pregnancy centers in the state of California provided free services and materials valued at more than $14.2 million to the state of California, serving 93,957 women, men, youth, and families. By voting yes on agenda item 30, you are choosing to recognize that you are willing to strip San Diego County residents access to these free services. By attacking pregnancy centers, you are only hurting the San Diego County residents in need of these services. I implore you to stand against Supervisor Lawson Remmer's unconstitutional process. We know how this goes. We see the 2018 NIFLA versus Becerra Supreme Court case. I urge you to recognize the invaluable service that pregnancy centers provide and stand against any unjust actions that undermine their fundamental rights and missions. And if you're really pro-women and pro-choices, you'll leave these centers alone. It's time to put women in need before your political agenda. Mic drop. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So something I really want to touch on is kind of what Greg was saying that their goal is to shut down these centers because they're saying they're misinforming people, they're deceiving people. But again, there was not one center where they said, this is the center that's claiming they do this and they don't do that. And we're the first people to say, if there's a center that is deceiving women, yeah, that's not okay. We need to fix that. But there isn't. And show us one if you're going to claim that there is. And then, um, you know, the supervisors, they go on to say their little spiel at the end. And their main point was, well, women can't get abortions at these centers. The centers aren't saying they can. Right. So the centers are saying, this is what we provide. We provide this, this, and this. All they do is they don't provide abortions. And they're not saying that they can. So they're not deceiving anyone by doing that. They provide so many great services. It's like if you go, I don't know, like go to the nail salon and then you're mad they don't provide massages. They don't have to provide massages if they didn't or if they didn't claim they provided massages. And you can't get mad at them if you thought they provide. It just doesn't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. It, it, once I heard both of the, there was two supervisors uh, who voted in favor of it and two who voted no, so that the policy is now stalled. Um, but uh, one, I, when I heard her talk, one, one, one of the other um, supervisors, I can't remember her name, but she actually worked for a Planned Parenthood uh, clinic. She was on the board previously. So that's what we're dealing with here. And when it came down to what is she upset at? Well, she said these places are deceptive because they say they offer uh, reproductive uh, health care to women. But that's a lie because they don't offer abortions. Now, wait a second. Since who, gets, who, who put them in charge of defining what reproductive care is, right? And, and why can't a clinic uh, provide everything but abortion for a woman who's pregnant? Right. So what they're actually mad at is is the message. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're mad that a, a clinic, a medical clinic um, can actually decide that they are against a particular medical procedure that's legal. We get it's legal. Um, and they were saying, hey, because it's legal, California protects abortion. That means it is wrong that a clinic doesn't provide it. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no. The law does not require that. And you mentioned uh, Nifla versus Becerra. That was a, a Supreme Court decision from a couple years ago, about five or six. Um, California passed a law mandating that all pregnancy care centers have to post a big notice 
uh, in their uh, their centers showing women where they can get free abortions, right? Well, these pregnancy care centers are against abortion. So what you're doing is the government's coming in and requiring them to promote a, a message they don't agree with. And the Supreme Court says you can't do that. You, just because you don't like what these pregnancy centers are saying, you can't make them communicate a government message. That That's compelled speech, mm-hmm. and compelled speech violates free speech. So we're going down the same road. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, they're not they're not giving up. Uh, this must be Planned Parenthood's plan because uh, we must be they must be cutting into their business. And that's what they're upset about. Exactly. And you I just want to touch on this real quickly. You stated that they're mad that these centers say that they provide reproductive services, but then don't provide abortions. What is reproductive about abortion? Abortion is murder. Abortion is the killing of an innocent human being in a mom's in a mother's womb. That's yeah. not reproductive. Reproductive it's services, true. if a woman is in need and she finds herself pregnant, she's in need, she doesn't want to have an abortion and she goes to Planned Parenthood, realistically, this is what Planned Parenthood is going to say to you. Bye. They're not going to help you unless if you want your abortion. But you need help. You need prenatal care. You need to get an ultrasound. You want baby supplies. You want car seats and strollers and someone to throw a baby shower for you. Pregnancy centers do all of that. That's what pregnancy centers do. So that's real reproductive services. But uh, anyways, we are not just seeing this attack here in the county of San Diego. We're not just unfortunately seeing it at the California Capitol. Um, We've talked on past podcasts about um, our attorney general, Rob Bonta, has filed a lawsuit against some pregnancy centers. But a little update on that is he has now roped in other attorney generals from other states having this signed letter about how horrible these pregnancy centers are that provide so much services and so many free services. But so he has done that. So Greg, do you want to kind of dive into that? Yeah. And this is a story we have on our website. Uh, The title of the story is AG Bonta and 15 other attorney generals signed letter attacking crisis pregnancies. Messaging. It's trying to communicate to the public Hey, stop trusting these places. They're bad, right? They deceive people. And what they're saying is, here's one of the accusations, that uh, a woman would go to one of these pregnancy centers and they would try and find a way for to uh, for them to delay um, uh, getting all their services. So the longer they can delay them um, from maybe getting uh, an ultrasound or providing some service. They're trying to delay them so that the, the, their pregnancy is farther along and they're less likely to get an abortion. Now, that's quite an accusation, right? Um, now, the thing is, I don't know if they have some evidence of some bad actor in some state, right? But to take that little instance, which they don't detail, right? They broad brush slander all pregnancy centers as though they're all doing that. They don't even care that 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 is. They don't even care that that they might slander someone who doesn't do that. It's like they're completely unconcerned about slander, right? Uh, or or accusing all pregnancy centers of being all the same way. I mean, from our experience, pregnancy centers are doing the very best they can, following all the rules, providing um, information uh, quickly and easily accessible 
They're not trying to deceive anyone. They just want to make sure women are not giving an abortion because they think that's their only choice, which many times that's what they feel. They feel there's no other, they would have the baby if the circumstances were different. And so they're trying to make the circumstances different. But, you know, uh, Bonta and the abortion clinics, they want abortion to be the only solution to an unplanned pregnancy. So um, it's really sad. Uh, the attacks are continuing, but that just means that we need to be more vigilant in standing up for these pregnancy centers. Churches, Christians, we should all not be intimidated by our leading law enforcement officer who is who is leading in the slander. Exactly. And I'm going to, anyone that's tuning in, listening, watching, I'm going to challenge you all, if you are pro-life at all, reach out. You have a pregnancy center somewhat local to you. There's about 160 in the state of California. That's right. Reach out to your local pregnancy center. Ask them for a tour of the center. They are more than happy to give you a tour of the center. Get informed on what they do, what they provide. So when people say these things, when your neighbors, if they're telling you, oh, did you hear this? These pregnancy centers are this, you can say, no, I've been to our local pregnancy center. This is what happened when I toured it. This is what they provide. So get familiar Get informed because they have been lied about. Pregnancy centers constantly are being attacked and lied about for a while now, but this is just the start. It's going to get worse before it gets better, and we're going to keep defending them, but be informed about your local center so that way you can defend them as well and lead people to them. But, you know, we're in California. The only thing are abortion and life. That's not the only thing we're facing here. We are facing lots of things. So a Bakersfield baker from Tasty's or Tastries Bakery, um, the California Civil Rights Department has continued to persecute them. So what's going on with Kathy Miller's bakery in Bakersfield, Greg? Yeah, uh, Kathy Miller um, does wedding cakes. And a couple years ago, um, she's but she's a faithful Christian and... Um, she wants to, um, her faith informs uh, her views of marriage um, and what the definition of marriage is. And so, uh, and this is, this kind of conflict has happened around the country before. Um, in Colorado specifically, uh, there was a, a lawsuit. And here's what happened. They had a, a lesbian couple uh, come into her uh, bakery and they asked her to create a cake to sell, help her se them celebrate their uh, same-sex wedding that, uh, that they wanted memorialized. And she uh, actually said, you know, um, I, because of my faith, I, I don't do same-sex weddings, but hey, I'll, I'll be glad to refer you to a bakery here in town who does that. Um, but uh, because of my faith, I, you know, I can't be uh, celebrating something that my faith uh, doesn't approve of. And so she thought that that was completely within her purview. Um, her freedom of speech and her freedom of religion doesn't force you to violate your faith, even in, when you own a business. And, and so, and it wasn't about, hey, I don't like uh, lesbian people. It was, I don't want to communicate a message with my business and my designing of a cake. Um, that violates my faith. I don't want to communicate a message that I don't agree with. And I think a lot of people understand that. Mm -hmm. um, if they have a, a any kind of design, web design studio or a, a publishing house or uh, any kind of creative endeavor, 
Uh, you want to use it to promote the messages that you agree with, right? And you want to be able to say no if someone comes in, you say, you know, I really don't want to be involved in celebrating that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it should be logical for most people, but for uh, the LGBT, LGBT community um, and the civil rights uh, folks here in California, they don't want anybody to disagree or voice, uh, voice their opinion against anything LGBT. So um, they got sued by the Department of Housing, uh, California's uh, Civil Rights Department. And a judge, um, his name was uh, Judge Eric Bradshaw, uh, right there in Kern County, he actually decided that that um, that Kathy had done nothing wrong. Uh, so in October of last year, he decided in her, her favor and said, hey, uh, she was simply using her first speech, uh, free speech, um, and there was there's nothing wrong. And I want to read you a little quote from this judge. It says, that, um, it says, the Constitution looks beyond written or spoken words as mediums of expression, and the cases uh, have recognized that the First Amendment shields acts such as saluting a flag or refusing to do so, wearing an armband to a war, a protest a war, displaying a red flag, or even marching, walking, or parading in uniforms, displaying the swastika, wrote the judge. Um, and then he said, uh, the evidence affirmatively shows that defendants' uh, wedding cakes are pure speech designed and intended genuinely and primarily as an artistic expression of support for a man and a woman united in the sacrament of marriage and um, a, and collaborating with them uh, in the celebration of their marriage. And so he, he more or less said, you can't force a business to participate in celebrating. Um, and so, but the uh, California Department of Civil Rights is not giving up and now they have appealed the case. Um, and so this is an ongoing thing. Uh, even in California, hey, just because your values are not approved of, um, it, just because same-sex marriage is uh, legal and you know the majority of the population you know defines uh, marriage for same-sex couples, does not mean that those in the minority, the Christians who still go on the biblical basis of what marriage is, a union of one man and one woman, um, you can still believe that and promote that and live that out in your life. In your, and you cannot be persecuted because of that. And so thank goodness we do have this, uh, the, our constitutional rights, but uh, the state government is you know, going after those, sadly. Uh, and I mean... Be like Kathy, be like this baker, stand firm in your values, stand firm in your biblical beliefs. No one right. can tell your speech. We do have the freedom of speech. We have our first amendment right here. Use it. Don't let anyone compel your speech. And that's what she's sticking strong to. And you might think, oh, wow, how amazing of her. We're all so proud of her for doing that. We are, but she's not the only one being put in this situation. I know Basically, most people are being put in this situation every day. Stand against it. Stand up for the truth. Stand up for what's right. And I just want to highlight again what Greg said. She didn't say, oh, I don't serve people in the LGBTQ community. Come on in. Go buy a cupcake from her. Go get a birthday cake from her. Different things like that. But she is not going to make cakes and pastries and any of the dishes she does make 
that directly go against her beliefs. And I think just to kind of tie in like the pro-life stuff we were talking about earlier, if I go into a cake baker that their store is and they're very pro-abortionized and I can you make this great pro-life cake saying life begins at the moment of conception, they would probably say no. And they have every right right to. to. Exactly. They have every right to. So we're recognizing this goes both ways. And people need to get on the same page that we get to have our different beliefs and values here in America. And that ultimately the answer is always more speech, not to shut down each other's speech. So don't let anyone compel your speech. Be like Kathy. Stay strong in the truth. All right. More in the LGBTQ community. Um, We are currently seeing people are considering these trans mutilating and sterilizing surgeries as healthcare. And because of that, we have now seen $4 million of California taxpayer dollars. You know, when you get your um, check and you're pretty upset that there's a lot of money getting taken out of it. Yes, that money right there is being used to fund trans surgeries for inmates, for even people on death row. We're having our money being used to do their trans surgeries because apparently that is now healthcare. First of all, it's not healthcare to cut off the healthy body parts of a human being. None of this is going to actually help the person mentally or physically. It's going to put them through worse. But yeah, our our money is being used on inmates' trans surgeries, and it's been happening since 2017. So this is crazy, huh, Greg? It is crazy. Um, yes, 2017 it started, um, and it started out small, right? We only had, I think, uh, back then, um, and this is a story on our website, and it says, you know, out here, it says 14, there were only 131 California inmates identified as transgender, right? Now, how many do you think that, how big do you think that number is now? Uh, it is up to 1,847, um, and hundreds of these folks are now wanting trans surgeries. Now, what is a trans surgery? Um, you know, uh, it's everything from the, you know, they're really folks, these, 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 uh, guys are, are, are women are feel that they're trapped in the wrong body. Their, their, their minds are telling them, I don't like my sex, my body. I don't like my body. It, this is the wrong sex. I'm re- actually the opposite sex. And so instead of, you know, getting treatment for, uh, making sure their mind matches reality, no, what they're doing is they're, they're changing their bodies to make it look like their feelings. Right. Um, and, and sadly this means, vaginoplasties, facial feminization, laser hair removal, breast removal, right? Um, and these, these, these surgeries are horrific and they are cosmetic and they do long last lasting uh, damage to folks. And sadly, there's no long-term studies saying that these things actually make people better in the long run. Um, and you know, we've, we've talked about before how the, a lot of young kids are being trapped into this and they're, uh, you know, we got 14 year olds and 13 year olds, 15 year olds losing their breasts. Uh, a lot of kids being put on cross sex hormones and puberty blockers. 
sterilizing themselves. You know, the rest of the world, well, big chunks of Europe are now uh, abandoning this. Um, but California and, and um, other states, blue states, are still plowing forward. We do have a lot of states now that are banning these type of surgeries. But, you know, California uh, now lets men into women's prisons, right? Um, a bill yeah, passed there's... a couple years ago. Yeah, there's you go to an all-women's prison, and there's signs about how to prevent getting pregnant. How are women inmates getting pregnant in all-women prisons? Make that one make sense, right? It's beyond me. And the women in these prisons, they don't want these men identifying in women in these prisons. And you can look up the studies. You can look up the news reports. There is literally men that are in prison because they are pedophiles, because they are rapists, because of those reasons. And then they just say, oh, I'm a woman. And now these rapists and people who have committed sexual assault are in women prisons. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah. something that I just want to touch on with this whole thing, there's, I think there's a lot of Christians right now. And again, we were just kind of talking about the different surgeries and all that. There is enough reasons to argue why letting a child, letting a person transition or attempt to transition, because you can never actually fully change your gender. Let's get that straight. But letting someone attempt to do that, there are so many basic science, non-religious reasons as why that is horrible, why it's so bad for your body. We can disprove that day after day without bringing religion into it at all. But we are Christians and there are so many Christians right now that are so afraid to speak up against these trans ideologies because they truly think, if I speak against this, people are going to tell me I'm hateful. People are going to tell me that is hate speech. Well, let's get one thing clear. There is nothing as a Christian that is more hateful than to say, you're right. God didn't make you in the perfect body. God made a mistake when he's making you. God mm. didn't know what he was doing with you. There's nothing more loving than as a Christian to say, hey, you're obviously struggling with something. Let's go get that figured out because whether you're confused, whether you're struggling, maybe you were sexually assaulted and that's leading to these things. God made you perfectly in his image. God didn't make a mistake when he was making you. You were not born in the wrong body and God loves you as who you are. So let's go get help. Let's go get this figured out. And we don't need to go through cutting off your healthy body parts or stopping your body from producing the normal hormones it's supposed to. So when people, and this is again, this is for the Christians that are listening. It's when people tell you it's hateful as a Christian to speak against this, there's actually nothing worse we can do than be silent against this and not say anything. It's the most loving thing we can do is speak the truth of God and his love into people. And we're choosing to not do that because people might say we're hateful. Well, we need to stop caring what the world is going to say about us and know that we have to do what is true to God. We need to fear God over man. But we also have to know that by saying nothing, we're harming these children more and more and more every single day. Right. I mean, we should be offering uh, help. For, these people are struggling. You know, most of them have very lots of a uh, variety of mental health issues come from really rough backgrounds. Um, I mean, you hear their stories and you realize, wow, uh, that's a rough life, right? But, um, you know, it's it's not helpful to someone to simply 
um, accommodate and um, go along with their delusions about themselves, right? I mean, you tell, think of your own kids. If your kids come to you, they're struggling and hurting and they, they want to do something you know is harmful, you, you stop them. You, you, you say, hey, that, that's, that's not good, right? And I'm, do, I'm, I'm stopping you and saying that's bad because I love you, right? I'm not just going to, and every, every parent knows this, you're going to destroy a, a person or any, any little kid uh, by simply accommodating his, his every wish. Right. And so we need to be offering folks real, true compassion. And, and sometimes they're going to disagree with it, but that doesn't matter. I mean, a good parent isn't out to please uh, make their kid happy all the time. Mm -hmm. You're ultimately out to uh, grow a healthy, uh, well-adjusted child. Right. And so same thing with adults. So, but good speech. I mean, I, I hear you, Sophia. Um, we need to be strong and willing to speak up. Um, the, I think Christians are really are intimidated when we're accused of not being loving that just like that crushes us because we, we actually want to do the opposite. Right. Um, and so we got, we got, we have to know when we were being lied to mm -hmm. and I think it's called gaslighting, right? That yes. they make you feel, <laughs> they make you feel as though you're crazy. Like mm -hmm. you're doing a loving thing and they say, that's not loving. I said, what do you mean? Of course it's loving. <laughs> right. So, uh, let's all speak up together. Yeah. Each person that gives each other uh, more courage if we all stand up together. So exactly. Well, lots going on in California. And so not only can you stay updated by watching or tuning into this podcast, but go ahead and go to CaliforniaFamily.org. Sign up for our newsletter. We send weekly emails with all the information and the articles and the links and so that way you can see that everything comes from facts and it's all good. Um, as well as um, tune in to our social media, whether it's Facebook, California Family Council, our Instagram's California Family Council, our Twitter's California Family. So you can follow along all week long, 24-7 with us. We're constantly putting up new blogs on the website. So there's lots to check out all week long. And just thank you all so much for being in this fight with us and Crazy things are happening in California, so be in prayer, be informed, and stand up against it. But we will see you all hopefully next week on the podcast and on November 30th in person in Orange County. So get your tickets for that because we would love to see you and we'd love to meet you if we haven't met in person yet. So we will see you all online and in person pretty soon.